now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. If you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place to be every weekend. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I'm your host here every week. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for 30 years. I've handled hundreds of transactions here in our beautiful city. And I'm proud to be ranked as one of the top REMAX agents in Western Canada. And I'd be happy to please, I'd be pleased, be pleased and happy to help you as well too. You can find me and the rest of the whole Home Show team members on the cfax1070.com website. Look under shows, and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. We would be happy to talk with you. You could also just reach me by Googling Tony Joe or Tony Joe Real Estate or go to the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca, and I'd be happy to connect you with any of our supporters or any of our guests that we've had on this program over the course of the last four years. We're creeping up on episode number 200, and by the way, if you are a podcast listener, you can listen to any of our past shows and programs on iTunes or Google Play. It's the whole home show with Tony Joe. So much great information. And, you know, we've had people call up um, and say that they were looking for a specific topic like plumbing and heating. And they looked up on our uh, um podcast account and found an episode from two and a half years ago that is still relevant today and you know what that could be you as well too so uh thanks for following us and thanks for listening to us on a weekly basis we love being here there's so much great uh, information that we learn and there's so much to know about real estate not just locally but real estate in general it's a crazy time right now crazy and i say this as a 30-year veteran uh, anyone who is in the real estate market right now knows what I'm talking about. And that could be realtors, that could be mortgage brokers, that could be bankers, that could be building inspectors. We're all experiencing things we've never seen before. And if you are a buyer, and if you're out there looking for homes right now, you know what I'm talking about. It's nuts out there. For almost all properties, every time you see something that you like, you're going in and having to compete. It's this thing called bidding wars, multiple offers. You know, it's not like the old days when you find a house that you like. You just simply make an offer, and it's a very civilized process, and you have time to do your due diligence, subject to financing, subject to building inspection, subject to, you know, whatever you want. And then in a week or two weeks later, you get yourself a deal. You can get a deal. You don't necessarily need to pay the asking price. Well, this is different right now. Because what's happened is with the demand in the marketplace right now, combined, and the demand, by the way, has come widely because of low interest rates that the government has set in order to make sure that the economy remains healthy under the pandemic times here. And there are people 
that have decided that real estate is a huge focus in their life right now. I got to tell you, I saw a stat just this morning. If you visit realtor.ca, of course, realtor.ca is the MLS website where all of the real estate boards in Canada post every single listing for sale. It, by the way, it's not the actual MLS system. The, M, the actual MLS system only realtors have access to. And that, of course, has all the data, like days on market, how much property sold for, the assessment data, a whole bunch of other details. Realtor.ca is not the full MLS program. Realtor.ca is the consumer-facing uh, program. And again, it's a great marketing tool for sellers uh, so that their agents can market their property across Canada and into the global platform. But Realtor.ca, January 27th, reported a 92% increase in traffic from January 27th, the year before. So in a year, traffic has doubled. That is telling. That just tells us that there is a lot more interest in uh, real estate. That's across Canada, by the way. So uh, things are happening out there. Now, getting back to bidding wars. Many of you who listen to this program, you have been in the unfortunate position where you've tried to buy a house, maybe your dream house, and you had to fight for it. And there were two, five, 10, 20, maybe 30 other offers competing for it. And maybe you lost that house. Maybe you've gone through that process five times. We had someone uh, back in 2016 when the market was also busy. It took them 15, 15 times with offers and attempts before they managed to buy a house. And it's tough. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, real estate's a great thing to get into right now. Or here, the real estate uh, realtors out there are making nothing but money. And, you know, I know that we have realtors that listen to this program here. You can attest to the fact that, sure, it's busy. The numbers are uh, showing strong marketplace. That's tough working conditions. Because, you know, when you're making offers for a party 15 times, that is 15 times the work. And you, of course, know that realtors are performance-based, so they don't earn an income until a sale happens. Can you imagine, Mr. and Mrs. Listener, who are not in the real estate business, could you imagine having a job where you had to do perform the same duty 15 times and only get paid once? Now, I know, I, I cry in a river. You know, you can hear the sound of the violins, but I'm just trying to articulate the fact that it's not exactly what consumers think. It's not HGTV here, you know. Uh, we're not driving around in our, in our Rolls Royces. We're just trying to help people who are struggling to get into the market. It's been difficult. Now, there are rules of engagement to this whole multiple offer situation. These are questions that come up every day. And as a result, I'm excited to announce your friends here and the show sponsors at the whole home show, that would be Denise, the mortgage broker, JP, the insurance, home insurance agent, um, the team at the Sitka Law Group, and Pierre at Silhouette Home Inspections, along with myself, we are putting together. So mark your calendars. It'll be a live streaming event, and it's winning bidding wars. How you can, how you can, uh, stack the favor. How can you can stack the, the factors in your favor so that you win your next bidding war? We're going to talk about why bidding wars exist. We're going to talk about 
those rules of engagement, as I mentioned a moment ago, we're going to talk about how you can prepare yourself in advance so that you can be ready with confidence next time you bump into that home and you're going to want to buy. So visit winbiddingwars.ca. That's winbiddingwars.ca to register. You need to register. Tell your friends and family about this. It's going to be an amazing event full of fantastic information. It is free, by the way. There's no cost. It's one of the great things about being virtual nowadays is we can deliver information into the comfort of your own home by a live streaming. So again, win biddingwars.ca February 27th at 10:30 February 27th at 10:30 look forward to seeing you there if you have any questions just reach out to me but i am so looking forward to this because it's going to give you so much insight as to what happens in the process of bidding wars uh, a reminder to you guys if you listen to us uh, if you listen to podcasts find us iTunes Google Play and uh, in covid time we've been recording all of our interviews by Zoom and video. So if you don't watch, if you want to watch uh, our interviews on video, just visit our YouTube channel at the Prime Real Estate Team. We're going to be talking with some of my friends in the Toronto area this week, just to show you what is going on in their market. And you're going to find out, even though you think it's bad here, you just wait because it is nuts over there. We need to take uh, our break here. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking about bidding wars and multiple offers and all of this crazy stuff that consumers and realtors are used to seeing today. Uh, they were used to seeing it in 2016, 2017. But I got to tell you, you know, for people like me who've been around for a long time, I never saw a bidding war for 15 years straight. You know, it, they were oddities. They were rare. Uh, right now, they're very common. Anyone, of course, who is looking in the Victoria market right now knows that it is crazy, particularly in the house segment. Um, but could you imagine? There are marketplaces that are crazier than us. Crazy. And this is the reason why I want to talk to some of my friends, including our guest right now, Stefan Melichuk. He is in the uh, Durham region of the uh of ontario so just outside toronto uh with keller williams uh stefan thanks for joining us yeah no problem so okay i i see one of the reasons why i want to talk to you is because last time we talked you and i talk every couple of weeks i was looking at the stats and i just want to compare right now so in victoria last month we had 631 sales and we had 1207 uh sorry 631 sales, 1,279 listings. So what that means is if we do not take another listing today, it will take two months to consume the listing. So we have two months worth of inventory, right? And then I look at the Durham region stats, and in December, you guys were 0.4. So not yeah. even one month's worth of inventory. If the listing stopped, you would be sold out basically in 12 days. Yep. Right. So tell List, us what's listings are selling here as fast as they're coming up. The it current inventory, it only lasts to when agents are holding their offers to. If they're holding their offers for two days, the house is sold in two days. If they're holding the offers for five days, it sells in five days, if not sooner with bully offers right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and so actually for our listeners, a bully offer is if, of course, uh, a house is listed and the seller says we're not looking at offers until Friday, and a bully offer is if you know if if you go in with your buyer on Tuesday and say here is my offer, it's a strong one, it's great, uh, you know, take it now and uh, you know don't wait until Friday. That's a bully offer, right? So um, let's get some examples of both because it's been hard for you. I know it's been hard for you. We've been talking oh. about this, right? Yeah, yeah. With uh, I'm working with quite a few buyers right now with with all with great budgets, um, but at the end of the day, they're they're getting beat out by the Toronto, the west end of Toronto, coming east, seeing lots of value here in Durham. Um, to give you a little perspective, the crazy high prices for townhouses here have reached over 700,000. And that's something we've never seen here before in Durham region, a middle unit. So, so for instance, a townhouse, what would that unit have been this time last year? That's that's 700,000. This time last year, probably under 500,000. Under 500,000. Under 500,000. I had a buyer get a three bedroom, three bathroom, 1500 square foot middle unit townhouse this past August for 540,000. Okay, you now, know, I remember you and I talked about that one. You so you got that for 540 and then the end unit had just sold just before for like yes, 525 yes. or something, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. So so that same exact model from August selling for 540 that my buyers at the time maybe felt they were paying high for it is now selling for over $700,000. But wh- why we're seeing that is Richmond Hill is, is just west of Toronto. Um, uh, the same townhouse there is selling for $1.2 million. Mm-hmm. So these buyers are coming here and essentially paying half the price for the same product. They're seeing lots of value, and it's forcing the local people who have grown up in Durham region to, uh, to have to head even further east because they're getting beat out by these, uh, these Toronto buyers. Okay, so remind me, how far are you from uh, from Toronto? East, you're east. Right to, yeah. I'm east, right to the downtown core. Call it forty minutes down the highway. Okay, and that's like that's normal traffic, or it gets yeah. worse than that. Yeah, it, okay. it can get worse than that. Rush hour traffic always sucks, but uh, <laughs> uh, good traffic. Forty forty five minutes. You're right downtown to the Air Canada Center for a Leafs or a Toronto Raptors game. Got it. Got it. Well, see, the other thing too is uh, I had, I read a report about the fastest growing communities in Canada and um, you guys were number one. It was, yeah, it it was Oshawa. Uh, Was it Whitby, Oshawa? It it was just, uh, yeah, unbelievable. Oshawa has been booming for years. Um, A lot of people thought housing was actually going to crash. A year ago, I thought housing was going to crash in Oshawa because they were shutting the GM plant down. Yes, And they, yeah, they thought that all these people are going to lose their homes. They're not going to be able to pay their mortgages, but guess what? Oshawa has a university, a college, a hospital. There is so much development happening in the North end of Oshawa. There's so much land to grow still. Mm -hmm. And with GM shutting down, our market continued to thrive and boom even stronger. And now there's talks of GM coming back, maybe not as GM, but some electrical, uh, electrical battery plant happening here in Oshawa now. Okay, so in your day to day, you you work with you work with buyers and sellers, but you know, just thinking of your buyers because these are the poor people who are suffering right now. How many times are you? So, first of all, I think it's safe to say that everything right now is 
bidding wars, multiple offers, right? Yeah. Yeah. All the freehold stuff is certainly uh, every listing that comes up, you scroll to the bottom and you're looking for what date they're holding offers to. Got it. Got it. Uh, and what have you experienced so far as far as like how many offers and how much above list price things have sold for? So we've been seeing almost everything is around $100,000 over list price. We're getting a lot of these 499 listings, even though, you know, we know now they shouldn't have been listed at 499. Intentionally um, underpriced. Intentionally underpriced. Um, they're doing that to try to say that maybe they sold it hundreds of thousands over asking. Um, however, the, the scary thing is that it's not like we're competing against three or four or even 10 other people. We're seeing 38, 39, 40. I had a listing last week, 48 offers. Um, believe it or not, there's one tonight going that's at 58 offers on a property listed for 399. Yes, it had no business being listed at 399, but 58 offers. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, any local here and in, in, we have uh, local realtors that listen to our program, you know, they will all say, you know, we have seen three offers, five, I had a 11 last week. Right. Um, uh, you know, it might be 16 offers. It's rare to get, you know, many, many more, right. We have heard of the 30 offer multiple offer recently. Um, but yeah, 60, like 50, whatever, whatever you said, 58, 56. 58. Um, that's crazy. My, my favorite one actually was this past New Year's Eve. Uh, a listing agent held offers until New Year's Eve. And they had, they had over 30 offers on New Year's Eve. Can you imagine waiting around for a call on your New Year's Eve to find out if you got the house or not? But yeah. essentially, that's it. You, you just kind of have to understand that um, the list price is, is irrelevant. You really have to see what the last one sold for. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the new bar. And everyone's trying to beat that bar every single time. And I mean, I was listening to Tom's story talk the other week. Um, on his Instagram and he was saying even if we grew at a normal six percent you know steady growth through this year that means every two months your house is going up by a percent that you want to buy mm -hmm. so you really have to think about that when you're making offers these days it's, it's really tough you have to be really educated with how you go about it there's no blindly oh let's see if this sticks because it's not going to stick well and the last thing I want to I want to leave with here too is that you know, I was reading some uh, conversations on some of our Facebook, you know, our industry Facebook uh, uh, conversations. And of those 50 offers, it's common that most of them will be sort of at the list price and with conditions. And there might be like 10% uh, uh, of them might be unconditional, clean, and far and above. So even yeah. though it's 58 offers, really only five or six of them are truly competitive, right? I actually got some really good feedback from one of those townhouses I was talking about that sold for over $700,000. Um, he said only about four of the offers were really in contention. So there was four people that were above that 700 mark that were firm, and that's really all they were considering out of that big batch of offers. Wow. Well, hey, listen, Stefan, thanks for joining us. Uh, if people are interested in the Durham region, how can they reach you? So you can reach me. My Instagram is sold by Stefan, always available to DM there. Email is Stefan, S-T-E-F-A-N dot Melanchuk, M-E-L, 
N-Y-C-H-U-K at kw.com. And I'll put your contact information on the uh, station's uh, webpage here as well, too. Thanks for joining awesome. us, Devin. Uh, man, we're going to keep in touch because things are so – people think they have it bad here. <laughs> but uh, over there in the Durham region, I know. Nuts! <laughs> it's, it's crazy. We're all kind of hoping that this is over soon. But, uh, hey, good time to be a seller. So <laughs> Exactly. Thanks for joining us. We need to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections and Pierre if you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. We're talking today about multiple offers, bidding wars, all the craziness that's happening in our marketplace right now. This is not new, by the way. We bumped into this a few years ago. Almost everything was in competitive offer mode back in 2016, 2017. We thought it was crazy then. It's even crazier now. Uh, and as a result, your show partners here at the Whole Home Show are putting on a special event. And of course, it's COVID time. So we're doing it all online. It's a live streaming session, Winning Bidding Wars. It's going to be on February 27th at 1030. Anyone who has suffered through this bidding award process and has lost homes or needs to know how to increase your chances of winning needs to attend this event. So um, either visit, I'm going to have the details posted on our CFAX page on CFAX1070.com under the Whole Home Show, or go to winningbiddingwars.ca. I'm sorry, winbiddingwars.ca. Again, February 27th, 1030. So I've been talking with my colleagues in the GTA, in the Toronto area. And right now I'm moving over to another one of my colleagues at Remax in Markham. Markham, Ontario, Dinesh Ratnazingham. Dinesh, thanks for joining. No, thank you for having me, Tony. Yeah, okay, so tell us what's going on in your neck of the woods. Uh, again, uh, we think it's crazy here, and I know it is nuts over there. So like you mentioned, we've gone through this before in 2016, 2017. I've never seen anything like this. Um, this is worse than 2017, 20, uh, 2016. And what's happening in our market is there's so much demand, very low inventory. Um, you have seen the Toronto population for the first time decrease in a very long time. So from July 1st, 2019 to July 1st, 2020, over 50,000 people moved out of Toronto. <laughs> okay. So where are they going? They're going to the suburbs. They're going to Durham, uh, which is Ajax, Pickering, Oshawa, yeah. or they're going up north to Barrie and Innisfil area, or they're going east towards even Hamilton, Niagara. Yeah. And what we're seeing is people want larger homes. They want more space because everybody's working from home due to COVID. Um, so they want their office space. They want uh, more uh, backyard recreational space. So therefore they're moving out of the city and they're moving into the suburbs. That's one reason. Second reason is um, there's just not a lot of inventory right now. 
uh, people aren't putting their homes up for sale. Uh, investors I've spoken to would like to cash out, would like to put their homes for sale, but the problem is they have tenants and tenants aren't willing to uh, cooperate sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then you have uh, buyers, uh, sellers who wants to wait because they see the market going up and they feel like, oh, you know, it's better to wait. And even if they do sell, where are they going to go to? Because there's no, there's not a lot of homes for sale. Because of that, we're seeing, you know, uh, showings. Sometimes a home comes on the market and we won't be able to go in and see the house for two days or a day and a half because showings are booked. Yeah. Uh, then they go like book, book solid because you can only allow like a party in the house at a time or whatever, right? Right. Because yeah. of COVID, there's no double booking, yeah. half an hour showings. And I'm seeing, you know, I tried to book showings for the weekend and no showings at all, completely booked from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, for some of these homes. And then what you're seeing is you're getting showings, you know, 200, 300 showings per listings I've heard, and you're getting 60, 70 offers. Yeah. And what happens is like, you know, um, you know, when you're receiving 70 offers, only one person gets that house, yeah. right? And 69 of them are back on the market and they're overpaying, right? And we're seeing all this recklessness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's nuts, right? And you know, the, and and the biggest stress, and this is the reason why we're talking about this today, is when you and I are dealing with one of those sixty-nine, who had their heart set on this house and really wanted it, and then found out they they couldn't get it for whatever reason. You know, was it money? Was it conditions? Was it term? I mean, you guys don't even have conditions most of the time, right? Right. No. Um. So there's all this heartbreak, and you know, the question is, when is it going to end, and how how can these people uh, end up winning, right? So it's a shooting match. If we, you and I walk into these things not knowing how it's going to turn out, right? Exactly. Um, I've spoken to um, other agents of my colleagues and uh, we've heard some horror stories. We've still heard some stories where, you know, client is expecting $700,000 for their home and uh, they'll get 50 offers and one person will just shoot for the moon and give 900,000 yeah. over market value, right? Yeah. And uh, so. Wow. Now there are risks as well though too. I mean, we see these multiples where people sell for like a major dollar. And even if their offers are not conditional to financing, doesn't mean they're paying cash. They still got to get financing, right? So, so that, um, sorry to interrupt, but um, that's what we've seen. Now. So I'm already hearing from my colleagues on the lending side where they're saying, just be very extra careful, just like in 2017, where when the market went down, uh, you saw that the appraisal values are coming in less. I spoke to one of my colleagues at RBC. He told me one property that his client purchased, appraisal value came in $150,000 less. And when we're going with the firm offer, um, the only way to, I mean, it's, it's a done deal pretty much, but that doesn't mean the property is going to close. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it doesn't appraise out, the buyer's got to find the shortfall, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, risky, risky, risky. Um, now, I mean, when you're dealing with buyers right now over in the GTA, um, what areas are, what are the white hot areas? And, and tell us if it's true, because we hear over here that the condo market is softer, softer than it normally is in Toronto. So the downtown condo market is uh, softer than normally it is, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, because you have a lot of vacancies uh, so there's because you know the market is was very reliant on tenant uh, there was a lot of landlords and uh, well and and you just said 50,000 people have left right exactly. 
Right? So, and, uh, you know, the job opportunity, everyone's working from home, right? So those tenants have moved out. So the rental market has come down a lot. And then you're seeing, okay, um, landlords can't uh, keep their properties vacant. So then they start relisting, right? But what we have seen is uh, in the last, in the first two weeks of January, 90% more sales happen in the condo market. So it is starting to pick up again, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still relatively slow. And then you're seeing suburb market like Scarborough um, condo market. It's actually, you're getting back into bidding wars again. I got into a bidding war and we were able to get the property. We're not overpaying. We're still buying under market value, uh, under market uh, listing price, yeah. but still, uh, you know, you're starting to see that, you know, low rise residential is un- unattainable for some buyers. Uh, because they're being squeezed out because of pricing. And now they're saying, okay, you know what, um, what why, why not just go back into the condo, right? Yeah. But uh, the downtown market is really hurting. Yeah, it's just, it's remarkable. And But now one of the things I, I, I do want to mention, and I hope you don't mind me saying, because of course you're across the country, so, um, you know, it's not like you're, you, you know, your, your, your friends are necessarily going to hear about this, but, you know, you started talking about the fact that people are moving outwards, right? You did that too, right? So you moved because uh, you wanted a bigger house and a bigger property. That's what happened to you, right? Exactly. So, um, you know, COVID hit and I found, you know, my house was too small with two small children, right? And my wife is working from home. I'm mostly home. I needed a bigger property, right? And, uh, I had to do it too, right? So I moved out of <laughs> numbers to about uh, 25 minutes away from the city yeah. on a one acre lot. Yeah, well, th- I mean, there is an example of that outwards migration, right? And, and um, it, you know, people are finding ways to improve their quality of life through real estate under this pandemic time, right? Exactly. Yeah. Wow, amazing. So, um, uh, and a question we all get asked, when do you think this is going to start cooling down? So the hope right now is that uh, with spring, spring is generally the hottest market. It's the most activities uh, like, you know, happens in spring. So we're hoping that with the spring market and, uh, you know, we get COVID under, under control, we'd start to see more inventory. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's what we need right now. Right? Um, it doesn't seem like the interest rates are going to go up. Uh, they're at all-time low right now. So that's, not, that's still fueling the market. But all we need is more inventory. Right. And then you have uh, buyer fatigue as well, right? I've even heard of, you know, spoken to clients who have told me today, you know what, I want to just hold on. Um, let's wait until this passes, right? Yeah. So we're hoping, uh, you know, spring, we get more inventory, right, to meet the demands of the buyers. Yeah. And then there's multiple offer fatigue. That's another one, right? That's People it. are tired. Yeah. Thanks People for joining are- People are tired. Yeah. Dinesh, thank you for joining us. Hey, if people need to reach you, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? They can call me on my cell phone, 416-830-3033. You can follow me on Instagram at Honest Realtors. That's our team name. Or shoot us an email, info at honestrealtors.ca. Thanks for having me, Tony. Amazing. Thanks for joining us. Uh, listen, we need to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll be chatting more about multiple offers. Back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation today about this craziness, which is multiple offers and bidding wars. Uh, and I did mention at the very beginning that we are going to be our us, the whole home show team, who are here every week with you. Denise, the mortgage broker, JP, the home insurance specialist, Pierre, the building inspector, and the Sickle Law Group, our legal uh, experts, uh, are all together going to be doing a live streaming event on February the 27th. And it's called Winning 
bidding wars, winning bidding wars. So February 27th at 10.30 in the morning. Uh, if you'd like to join us, register by going to winbiddingwars.ca, winbiddingwars.ca, and we'll have it posted on the CFAX 1070 website. But getting back to the topic here, it's crazy for anyone who is trying to buy a house right now in most segments, not all, in most segments in Greater Victoria, there are 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 offers. Uh, properties are selling unconditional over a list price. We've had conversations with a couple of my colleagues in the uh, GTA surrounding area uh, talking about their struggles. But right now, I'd like to introduce a friend of mine and someone who we seem to Zoom uh, uh, often, and that is Sandra Kirkland. She's over in Toronto. She is a, a manager at Royal LePage Real Estate Services uh, and a trainer and a coach. And she is a walking encyclopedia. I know. I happen to know because I think she's amazing. Sandra, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Tony. That's such a nice welcome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, okay. First of all, let's just talk about uh, what you oversee. So your role, um, you were a, a managing broker at a brokerage, managing like 120 people before, right? And you transitioned to the role you're in right now, right? So tell the listeners what it is you do exactly. Yeah, so before that, I was uh, a realtor for uh, about 11 years in the West Greater Toronto area, about, about an hour, 40 minutes to the west of, of Toronto. And I actually stopped selling in the spring of 2017. And Toronto oh. typically has been, you know, like six to eight months behind Vancouver. So we were in the height of that massive last seller's market that we saw in 2017, before the government made the changes and the, the you know, the, the investor tax and all that stuff that came down that shut the market down in the spring that was kind of the last the last season that I sold in and then towards the end of 2017 uh, moved into brokerage man management as you said I ran a branch in West Toronto again for uh, with about 115 realtors for a couple of years and now I've moved into my title as manager of professional development with the corporate brokerages of Royal LePage uh, in Toronto we've got about uh, 1400 realtors across all of our offices and our divisions and the corporate brokerages also incorporate Royal LePage West and Royal page sussex in vancouver as well yeah yeah north vancouver uh got yes. friends over there as well um so now the other thing too is you are you are very vocal on many of these uh, social media uh, you know on facebook there's uh, realtor conversations and all that kind of stuff um uh, and and you are you're the sound of reason you're the voice of reason um tell us what you are experiencing right now as far as this whole uh irrational uh irrational bidding situation that people are seeing because we've already established from our other guests that is crazy over there i mean as much as it's bad here in the gta it is nuts i mean that's the only word that we can use for it right i think that if we could go back to the seller's market of 2017 i think we would be happy. and i think a lot of a lot of people <laughs> took it for granted how easy that market was in comparison to today <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding no kidding right? so i mean it's it's insanity here i mean you know Typically, when you look at the stats, the stats are always a little bit skewed on either side because, of course, we've got um, almost everybody is holding an offer date anywhere between five and you know ten days 
post the listing hitting MLS. Um, so with that being said, I think that our, our actual days on market average isn't the 16 that the stats are sort of saying. It would actually be closer to one or two. <laughs> if we weren't holding off offers, yeah. houses would be selling that day. I mean, my parents are in the market right now. And yesterday they looked at, uh, in the Oakville, in the city of Oakville, they looked at a, a, an end unit townhouse that was two bedrooms uh, for 1.2 or so, 1.3 million dollars, and it had gone up on the market at two o'clock in the afternoon, or one or two o'clock in the afternoon, and by eight o'clock, it had had an offer. And so now they've decided that they're going to withhold all offers and do presentation on Monday so they can get the weekend through. There probably, you know, is not an opportunity to book a showing on that, even with 15 minute showings, uh, because of course, due to the pandemic, we're not overlapping showings. So 15 minute maximum for showings. And it's just, they'll probably have half a dozen offers on Monday at $1.3 million. It's just insanity. We can't keep up. Yeah. Oh, so now you said 1.1 million, right? 1.2, 1.3. Yeah. yeah. And oh. they'll probably get half a dozen offers. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so one thing that you just brought up is the 15 minute showing windows. Now here in Victoria, uh, we're at 30 minute windows. So and, and, That's lots of time. <laughs> imagine that. And, and just for the listeners to understand, uh, you know, in a normal marketplace, when it's not pandemic time, you would have, we'd have like 10 parties in the house at a same time. Right. Um, of course, now we've got social distancing. We have uh, sanitizing. We've got all this kind of stuff. So we we are limited to only having one party in the house at a time. Um, Thirty minutes is hard enough as it is. I mean, I just had one two weeks ago where um, I had fifty. You know, it limits the, the amount of showings. If you get a six-hour window, that's only twelve showings. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, <laughs> to have fifteen minutes, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a nightmare for realtors because scheduling, uh, especially if you need to get around in Oakville, like that's that's nuts, right? Yeah. So now it's become commonplace where sellers are basically moving out of their home because, of course, with homeschooling happening and everybody working from home as well, sellers have actually decided that they're going to take a week and they're going to move into a hotel like Homewood Suites where they've got the, you know, the kitchenettes uh, in the units and, and just to be able to get as many buyers as possible through. And inevitably speaking, what's happening more often than not is all of the prospective buyers that would be interested in that property don't even have an opportunity to see it within the week that it's on the market, let alone be able to compete against the 70 some odd offers that some listings are seeing in the greater Toronto area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 70 offers. That is just, it's just amazing, right? You know, something we talked about with Dinesh uh, just a moment ago was, you know, when there's 70 offers, one of them wins, it means that 69 people remain out there and still, you know, waiting for their number to come up, right? And more buyers being added to that every single time. Yeah. And and so the price range that we're seeing multiple offers happening in is, of course, you know, the less expensive, um, lower priced freehold that you could possibly get within the greater Toronto area or just that you can't snap them up fast enough because everybody's trying to get into the market before the prices continue to rise. And really the multiple offer scenarios in most places around greater Toronto area are upwards of, you know, just probably above the $2 million property mark or seeing multiple offers and properties flying off the shelves. It's just been impossible to keep up. And as a result, some of the biggest frustrations are a buyers not understanding what they need to do in order to be able to purchase property. And so the emotions and the frustrations can be very difficult for their buyer agents to, to, to be able to manage on top of that, 
buyer agents are struggling with the ethics of listing agents and of sellers who seem to be greedy because they're trying to sell the property for the most amount of money and therefore you know really doing everything they can to get as many people through and to bring in as many buyers and it just it just it feels dirty all over the place when you're yeah. in this level of an extreme sellers market and i've talked to realtors who have been in the business for more than 40 years and most of them cannot recall a time when it's been this insane of a sellers market it's pretty extreme out here yeah because normally the process is civilized right you have time to make decisions you know the seller is willing to talk um you know i i, I hear what you're saying i mean there's that notion of greedy sellers but you know what we represent sellers and the sellers go hey listen here's my opportunity i'm gonna i i they have every right to 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 maximize their opportunity because it may never come again absolutely right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you and because have a product it, to sell and somebody offers you 500, but then somebody comes the next day and offers you 600, you're not going to sell it for 500 out of some sense of obligation to the first buyer. For it's sure. not how it works. No, but you know, on the, on the reverse though, too, there are times in the market where it's a buyer's market and it's the buyers who are taking advantage of the situation. That's right. right. It's not always a, it just seems like it's been a long seller season because you know we just had that 2016 2017 and you know we're back now who, who knew but you touched on something that, that i want to cover and that is um because uh, there's a lot of complaints online from realtors uh who hate this whole notion of sellers and listing licensees intentionally underpricing a listing well below where it it ever should be only to generate all these you know hundreds of showings um Thankfully, no, I, that's feel, not I feel I feel like some of it is is sneaky and shady, but I feel like there's it's been so crazy for so many years, to be honest. I mean, we've been in a seller's market here since 2015. You guys, you know, sort of up and down as well. And the only time that we've really had a down was that time in 2017 when the government rules changed. And then at the beginning of 2020, when COVID hit. But apart from that, I think it's really difficult as a result of being in the seller's market for so long that, you know, we don't really know how to price property. So while some of it may be intentionally lowballing those ones are obvious they're usually three hundred thousand dollars whatever the most recent comparables are over the over the Makes previous no couple of weeks or months yeah. but many of them are just like i don't want to be greedy i don't want to over inflate and risk that it's going to sit in a seller's market i want to price it reasonable but low just to make sure that we're getting that hype and i think they're trying to do it earnestly but it the perception is that it's just it's it's so off the wall because none of us really know what property is valued at right now it's changing by the day it's insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last thing I want to touch on is, um, you know, we I have heard so from our, from our managing broker that there's a lot of interest right now uh, from people, maybe from the hospitality industry who are not working right now. People have heard that real estate is going good. So maybe it's a good time to get into the business. Um, I, I do need to say, and I think you'd back me up on this one here. Um, it, it's not a fun season to start learning about the trade, right? No, you know, it's hard for brand new realtors to get their first listing in the first place. It's always easier for brand new realtors to work with buyers at the beginning than it is with sellers. And with buyers being a dime a dozen and hardly any of them closing and sellers being a unicorn, it's absolutely tough for new realtors to be coming into this market and trying to earn any money quickly. It's it's really tough. So my suggestion to anybody looking to get into the industry, uh, buyers that are looking to come into to the market looking to buy, be prepared to have a lengthy amount of time before you're going to be seeing success in whatever it is you're trying to do. 
Oh, for sure. Well, Sandra, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, listen, if people are curious and would like to talk with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? S. Kirkland at royallepage.ca. I'm also on all of the social, social media channels. Easy to Google. You can find me anywhere. Yeah. Ah, oh, thanks. Thanks for joining us and uh, giving us your insight. And again, I just wanted to let our listeners know that as, mo- as much as things here are tough, uh, they are tougher in other places. And hopefully at some point in time, we can talk again when the, ma- the market is more balanced again, right? Thanks a million, Tony. Great. Well, and to the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.